Good morning. Today is Wednesday, February 24th, 2021, and this is your inoculation index for the week, where we break down the latest that you need to know in global, national, and Massachusetts-based COVID-19 news. This is Lexi Matthews. This week, we'll give you the most up-to-date COVID-19 stats, break down the problem many Massachusetts residents are having in booking vaccine appointments, and keep you informed with the latest COVID-19 news you should care about. But first, the numbers. As of February 23rd, the United States officially surpassed the grim milestone of 500,000 recorded coronavirus deaths. Hospitalizations, however, have continued in a downward trend, back to what the CDC is calling the lowest rate since November, with just under 60,000 new hospitalizations last week. Global coronavirus cases now sit at 112 million, with 2.5 million recorded deaths. The United States has now seen 28.2 million cases, with Massachusetts now logging 571,000 of them. Just under 16,000 Massachusetts residents have now died as a result of the virus. In vaccine news, globally, 212 million vaccines have now been administered across 98 countries. The U.S. has distributed 64 million of their doses, with 13% of the country's population now at least partially inoculated at a rate of 1.6 million shots a day. Massachusetts surpassed a more hopeful milestone this week as they hit 1 million administered doses on Saturday, with 14% of the population now at least partially inoculated. With 86% of Massachusetts residents still waiting for a shot, we set out to find what is keeping so many people from inoculation. Jenny Kornreich has the breakdown. On Thursday morning, shortly before 8 a.m., the Massachusetts vaccination scheduling portal, named VaxFinder, crashed. The failure occurred as over 1 million Massachusetts residents in Group 2 of Phase 2 of the vaccination rollout plan were granted the ability to register for their appointment. This group includes those ages 65 and older, people with two or more comorbidities, and residents and staff of low-income and affordable senior housing. The website crash left many without the promised access to vaccination booking. Instead, they were met with the now infamous screen of an orange octopus with a question mark above its head underneath reading, this application has crashed. The technical difficulties, which were caused by high de- traffic demands, delayed the immediate release of the planned 70,000 new appointments across the six high volume vaccination sites across the state, including one at Fenway Park. Prep mod, The web vendor that powers and manages the state's vaccination portal said the system could not handle the admittedly planned volume increase on the site. According to a report by the State House News Service, the Baker administration has already paid $438,000 to the company behind the online booking vendor, Maryland Partnership for Prevention, since August, months before the vaccine availability was announced. In a statement, the Maryland-based vendor took full responsibility for the Thursday crash. Vaxfinder.mass.gov was back up and running Friday morning, yet already frustrated eligible residents reported no vaccination appointments being available. Still, officials warned members of each new qualified group that it could take up to one month to book their appointments. On Thursday night, the Baker administration released a statement apologizing for the, quote, frustration and inconvenience caused by the website crash. Here's Baker on GBH Radio. My hair's on fire about the whole thing. I can't even begin to tell you how pissed off I am. 
The state Senate and House will hold a public oversight hearing on Thursday to discuss the status and troubles of the Massachusetts vaccine rollout. And now, back to Lexi Matthews with more on the top COVID stories of the week. The president's chief medical advisor, Anthony Fauci, warned that Americans might need to brace themselves for mask wearing to potentially remain necessary into 2022. Here's Fauci on CNN this Sunday. Do you think Americans will still be wearing masks, for example, in 2022? You know, I think it is possible that that's the case when it goes way down and the overwhelming majority of the people in the population are vaccinated. Then I would feel comfortable in saying, you know, we need to pull back on the masks. We don't need to have masks. Dr. Fauci made sure to point out that these are not predictions. Rather, incoming health advisories will largely depend on how Americans continue to act to minimize infections. Maybe the truest consensus among infections disease experts right now is that nobody really knows when normal will return. That said, March Madness will be back this year, the NCAA stating it will allow a limited number of audience members to cheer on their teams. On Friday, the organization detailed that it will allow a quarter of its men's tournament venues to be filled, a figure that includes essential staff with participating fans. By contrast, the women's tournaments will be filled to a lower 17% of full capacity. The NCAA says it is working with local health officials to meet COVID safety protocols, with such measures as making sure all fans wear masks and remain socially distanced, rigorously cleaning and disinfecting venues between uses, and using resources like the Indiana University Health System to test and monitor players for infections. While the BU Terriers became the first basketball team to require its players to wear masks during games, the NCAA has issued no such policy across the sport. Boston music fans will have to wait another year before they see some of their favorite bands return to the big stage. The Boston Calling Music Festival announced on Tuesday that they will cancel the event for the second year in a row due to coronavirus concerns. The festival, which usually takes place each Memorial Day weekend at the Harvard Athletic Complex in Austin, was one of the first major events to be nixed due to pandemic concerns last year. The event organizers said in a statement that the decision was made with the health and safety of the Massachusetts community in mind and that they have their sights set on 2022. And finally, those who fly into Boston no longer have to worry about looking too far to find a COVID test upon entering the state. Logan International Airport recently unveiled new at-home COVID tests for sale inside their doors. Travelers who arrive in terminals B, C, and E at Logan can now visit a nearby Hudson store kiosk to purchase one of their rapid PCR and antibody testing kits. The airport also offers express testing facilities on-site in terminals C and E. These efforts come in a continued effort by the state to track and isolate COVID cases that arrive from interstate travel. That's your inoculation index for the week. <laughs> 